If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the best of TJ in science and technology interviews. You're invited to join us to listen to select researchers and scientists share their rarely discussed rediscoveries in science and technologies. The time is now to come forward in our brains and process the discoveries that can now be applied to assist us to master the days, months, and years ahead. So sit back and let your mind soar while your brain processes the best science news from our past that is very relevant to our lives today. Enjoy the best of TJN. much. Always a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. Okay. Tonight I'm going to cover a lot of topics and throw out a lot of information. Listen close and uh, have your pencils and pens ready. And I do hope I get plenty of questions tonight. Last week I started making the statement that I wanted everyone to imagine that they were living in the middle of the greatest science fiction futuristic thriller movie ever made because we are. I want you to remember that again as we talk tonight. And I also want to add to that this statement. When people lose 
common sense. When they lose the passion for living in freedom and pursuing life, liberty, and happiness in a self-sufficient, sovereign, free way, tyranny will always fill the void. We have lost a lot of that in the collective population in recent generations and decades. We have to change that. We have to change that. Otherwise, we're going to always be chasing the tiger by the tail, is the term I use, and trying to put out little problems, little brush fires, with the same consciousness that created them and has us in the predicament. That doesn't work anymore. So whether you like the term paradigm shifting, whether you like you know, changing timelines, consciousness changing, whatever you use, we have to do that. And we have to do that a lot in terms of what used to be considered old-fashioned common sense, particularly in living close to the earth, in, in a relationship with the earth and in nature that is self-sufficient, harmoniously uh, interacting with it, with understanding its ways, its secrets, and its evolution. If we don't do that, our preparedness and our journey to the future appears to be a frightening survival exercise. We don't want it to be a frightening survival exercise. We want it, we would prefer an elegant dance. We would prefer a a evolutionary adventure. We would prefer um, moving, moving with the flow of nature's evolution because you cannot fight it. So I was wanted to introduce those things and those concepts that that stays um, uh, as the foundation in your mind as we cover these other areas. So I would like to review again in case you have new listeners this week or people who missed last week. I'm going to review again about the radiation situation. The radiation situation and natural things you can do to protect, to eliminate, and to detoxify from the effects of all forms of radiation. First thing I want to say is, again, you're not being told the truth. You have never been told the truth in terms of radiation exposure. You certainly were never told the truth about the magnitude of the Chernobyl incident in Russia many years ago, and you're not being told the truth about the overall bombardment of radiation in our environment, and particularly in some areas, war zones. They now have this bright idea that you coat uh, munitions with plutonium and radioactive elements to make them extra heavy, dense, so they penetrate whatever they're shooting at. They've littered the entire war zone of Iraq and Afghanistan and now Pakistan and other places with spent nuclear radioactive elements. That's going to last a very long time. This is a absolute disastrous crisis for the populations in those places, and it's a disastrous thing to do to the earth that gives us life. So we've not been told the truth about radiation exposure anywhere. So we have to take self-responsibility, we have to educate ourselves, and we have to do everything possible. So again, here's a list of some 
simple, natural, inexpensive things everyone should be incorporating in their life. Vitamin C. Vitamin C from food source sources. <laughs> the natural foods that are high in vitamin C. Citrus, acerola cherries, uh, rose hips, all of these kind of sources. Any vitamin C will help, but you want to go with food source type nutrients. Ginkgo biloba, wonderful uh, supplement for the brain, wonderful supplement to help the body with radiation. Spirulina, Pacifica, blue-green algae from both the ocean and the Corella, blue-green algae from Klamath Lake and now I think some other freshwater sources as well. Spirulina is a wonderful nutrient for all aspects of the immune system, wonderful nutrient for detoxing, essential for higher functioning of the brain, and excellent for helping the body with radiation. Berry extracts, all the berry extract family, particularly in concentrated uh, um, delivery forms like the Univera product line with high antioxidant protection and a delivery system that you, you, you get more than you would get if you ate a truckload <laughs> of uh, fresh berries, okay? You, just, you can't eat berries all day. That might not be a bad idea, but it's kind of hard. So get it in super potent extracts. Aloe vera, a truly miraculous healing plant. Uh, so many potentials for anti-aging, for detoxing, for radiation protection. Um, amazing, amazing plant. Pascalite bentonite clay. That's a particular brand name of calcium magnesium bentonite clay. It's from one place up along the Canadian-American border. I can provide that for people. Any bentonite clay will help, but this one is, is unique. Miso, true raw fermented cultured soybean miso from the Orient. Now, that proved itself in Japan when they had their other radiation uh, nightmare with the nuclear weapons that were exploded in Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, in World War II. It proved that those who ate miso frequently did not suffer radiation poisoning like those who did not eat it. It literally demagnetizes it atomically. Um, excellent for all aspects of health and the GI tract and radiation protection. Um, cod liver oil and the essential fatty acids, omega-3, omega-6, in all of the sources that you can get them. Stay away from sugar. Um, kombucha tea, the wonderful elixir of immortality from the Orient. It's fermented, and you can make it yourself. You can get the living cultures, and you take uh, honey and or sugar, and you ferment tea, and you can create it yourself. The most powerful liver uh, detoxifying tea there is, and very good for all aspects of the GI tract. Excellent. It'll flush radiation right out of the body. These uh, essential organisms eat up heavy metals uh, in our environment and in our bodies and get rid of heavy metal toxicity and radiation. Uh, let's see, seaweed. If you can get it uncontaminated, which is getting harder and harder and harder to find, particularly a lot of the seaweed came from Japan because Japan lived um, with their uh, abundant sea life and uh, could be difficult today. Get this stuff now and store it, by the way. Any of these things that you can get now, get them and store them because they may be difficult to get in the future. Baking soda. 
Baking soda is a remarkable product, simple bicarbonate of soda. There are better varieties than the typical uh, uh, market variety uh, that are uh, a little more pure, don't have any metals in them. But uh, even standard Arm & Hammer banking, uh, baking soda is excellent as a bath. It's excellent to take internally in water. And if you get the pure baking soda and mix it with pure maple syrup, it's even a cancer treatment uh, that has proved itself very effective for destroying cancer cells and other kinds of um, uh, serious health concerns in the body. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Baking soda, Epsom salt. Baths of baking soda, Epsom salt, Palo Santo oil, um, and Pascalite clay. Bathing the body. Bathing the body and detoxing the body from radiation, heavy metals, and, these, and other pollutants, uh, toxic chemicals, is a superb way. Your skin is your largest organ in your body. It's not just a covering of the body. It's the largest organ. Therefore, it's the best way to detox the whole body. So um, nice, warm, soaking baths with these things will really help. If you know you are exposed to radiation, I mean even after a dental x-ray, I mean after two times through the airport uh, um, uh, um, x-ray machine, which, by the way, you should always refuse to do. Um, anytime you're exposed to radiation, you know it. Use these things. Take these baths. It will help you because you're being bombarded at times when you don't know it. Okay. Now, common sense. What about common sense? Why have we lost a common sense way of living? Why, why have we lost a self-sufficient relationship with the earth. Why have we lost the ability to see and know that these changes are coming, to see that the earth is revving up its engines for dramatic change? Why have we lost that? We've lost that because the modern life of um, uh, constant technological convenience, constant electromagnetic um, stimulation on the brain, constant entertainment, as it has uh, overloaded us and replaced a lot of simple common sense ways of living. So I want to encourage people to begin, uh, not to begin, uh, it's essential. You must start making these transitions in your life. If that is that simple 72-hour survival backpack and some backpacking trips to prepare yourself and train with these things, do it. But I also want to absolutely encourage everyone to begin gardening. If you're a veteran gardener, grow more than you ever did before. If you're a beginning gardener, hook up with people who know this, learn everything you can, and please grow a garden this year. Don't wait till next year to do it. It's still spring, even down there in the, in the warm southeast. It's early enough. Put in a garden and grow everything you can this year. Store your seeds. Buy all the seeds you possibly can store. Put up all the food you can because it's going to be needed. If you don't know how to garden, hook up with those that do. Find people in the closest rural areas if you don't have space. Borrow, rent, or make a working arrange arrangement with them to use unused land that you can grow a garden. Even if you're in the cities, do rooftop gardens. Uh, do, do gardens in uh, property that is vacant that you can compost um, and, and start composting um, projects to utilize all organic wastes. Please grow a garden this year. It's going to be needed. You're going to be so glad, and it's an excellent doorway into all relationships with nature. 
there is there's old Chinese saying if you want to be happy for a day get married if you want to be happy for a week kill a pig and have a feast <laughs> if you want to be happy for the rest of your life grow a garden so I can't urge more than to grow a garden grow everything you can start learning to can to dehydrate put it up every way you possibly can and store your seeds when you store seeds you don't want um, hybrids you want to store open pollinated heirloom and organic seeds if possible buy everything you can share them with those who don't have and save seed from what you grow that's why you want to grow enough that you have seeds to save if you eat it all then you have no seeds for next year these were all common sense country ways of living everyone used to know this much more of the population were farmers and gardeners it's coming back now that's wonderful the understanding of or the importance of organic foods and uh, biodynamic and organic methods of farming because it's a much healthier way to live with the soil and organisms and all of life around common sense understood we were connected with everything understood all the creatures mattered understood the whole web of life mattered and we can't separate ourselves from that this kind of common sense needs uh, to come back very rapidly or it's going to be a much more difficult journey um, to the future. If we have continuations, which I believe we will, of these kind of extreme events, ready access to a lot of supplies are going to be cut off. The ports could be severely damaged and closed. Transportation of supplies will be very strained, if at all. No city in America is on more than a four-day food grid. I'm going to repeat that. No city in America has more than four days food if the trucks don't continue rolling in and bringing new. Now, what will common sense do with that statement? Common sense will go, whoa, <laughs> I need to be prepared for an event that could stop the trucks from rolling into the city for only four days because it's going to be a very chaotic, dangerous situation after four days. Even here in the Pacific Northwest where we have uh, pretty intense winter storms, in a place that has got a lot of people who think for, in terms of preparedness and in terms of common sense, we've watched the, the supermarkets and the store be empty in three days with simple winter storms that took the power out for a little while. I'm not talking major cataclysmic events. I'm not talking earthquakes, tsunamis, nuclear accidents, or uh, social chaos like uh, civil wars and, 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 and these kinds of things, all of which are in progress and are coming. So really take a hard look at this and start preparing, start storing all the food and water and seeds and the basic tools of common sense self-reliant living. I'm going to get into them in detail a little bit later. Um, how are we doing in terms of uh, our time for questions? I, I mean, uh, for our station break. I guess we're okay. I haven't heard any music. Okay. Well, well, this is the perfect time for us to take a break. And we'll All righty. Let's, let's look some more into this whole notion of confidence because, you know, with our um, we've been inundated with several different types of sense that people tend to look at. People 
people want to judge based on book sense and based on street sense and based on all of these other variations of sense, none of them which are particularly common. So I definitely want us to um, look more into that as soon as we come right back from this brief break. And for those of you just now tuning in, you're listening to Preparedness Preparedness in Our Times with Steve Knott on the Jewel Network, and we'll be right back. With such a vast amount of research and medical investigation directed toward vitamins and minerals, it seems almost impossible to know what vitamins you need to take and what effect they'll have on your body. But not any longer. With my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, you will discover the true value and effect that each major vitamin and mineral will have on your body, mind, and overall health, and how to use vitamins and minerals to transform your health and daily life. To get my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, please visit thejewelnetwork.net. Welcome back to Preparedness in Our Times with Steve Knott. My name is Maurice Thompson, and I am co-hosting really along, really right along for the ride. And we were just getting into the conversation about common sense when it comes to the way that we interact and exist with Mother Earth. So where did all – since when did we stop using common sense? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when. When the focus became more about commerce, when the laws and the legal system were intentionally changed and our economic system was changed to be focused on literally the worship of commerce, to give absolute power and control to the masters of commerce, of which there there are, and they are a minority of the population. Now, would common sense say it is intelligent, wise, and um, a good strategy to allow 1% of the population to control all the commerce? I don't think common sense would ever think that is intelligent. Would common sense say, oh, yeah, 1% of the population is adequate to grow the food supply for the other 99? Common sense would never say that. Common sense would never say it's intelligent to put nuclear radiation on fault zones and very active geological Areas. That is not common sense. All of these determinations and this focus and this direction has been directed by someone. It didn't happen because of the stars. It didn't happen because um, of common sense. It happened because it worked profitably and expediently and for the benefit and control of those 
who are in those positions to benefit the most, those in power and control. It's actually very simple. We can go back and, and look at the changes in American history when farming went from a very large percentage of the population to a very concentrated, large, corporate, industrial, modern type of farming, which required huge amounts of financial input, requiring very large corporations and organization and the borrowing of money. Okay, who does that benefit? That benefits those large kinds of organizations. So everything has been shifted and manipulated and controlled for the benefit of those in those positions. And the rest of the population bought into it in the, in the idea of this is the modern way of life. This is the way we should go. This is evolution and advancement. This is modern living. They have been more or less hypnotized, mesmerized, um, advertised into believing this song and dance. They abandoned their common sense and accepted technological tyranny and technological advancement, which is not necessarily common sense. You know, there's the old Native American concept of thinking ahead seven generations. And I think it's a wonderful concept that must be reinstilled and reinvigorated. Just because we can do things technologically, just because certain political choices and economic choices benefit some. If we looked ahead seven generations with common sense, with future-minded love of our future uh, generations, our children, our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and nature, would we make the kind of decisions we have made? I think not. But the people as a collective have given away their power they have trusted in leaders and elected representatives who are supposed to be servants of the people who instead have become tyrants to the people and they've filled in the void where common sense has been abandoned. And that will always occur. It's happened cyclically throughout history everywhere in the world for a very long time. It's an old game that we really need to change. So all of these self-sufficient, self reliant, self-responsible um, endeavors bring the power back to the sovereign individual, to the forward-thinking, forward-minded, responsible use of technology and the forward-thinking, forward-minded um, appreciation of the gift of life. So everything we can do to reinvigorate that is what we should be doing, and I have dedicated my life very passionately to not only living that, but educating others and, and doing everything possible to make that a little more prominent as the society is rushed headlong. Oh, another example. Would it be common sense or even self-love to readily grab the technology available in communications as in cell phones and, and all this kind of stuff, if you understand that they are actually very harmful to your health, if they are bombarding, uh, bombarding the body with radiation directly into the brain, 
that they affect the DNA in the brain, that they destroy the immune system, that they affect the entire web of life, that they are a personal surveillance and tracking tool. Now, I know to some people they're, going, they're, they're probably thinking, whoa, this guy's going off the edge. But what I'm saying is simple truth. It's not like it's any deep mystery that this is the case. But everyone has accepted, I have to have this to be modern. I have to have this to stay in constant contact with my friends. I have to have this to find out how to get everywhere in, with directions. And I find this quite amazing that everyone is bought into this without taking a common sense look at this and say, who's created this? What is their intent and agenda? What are the effects of this on me personally, on the whole of society, on all of nature, on my health, and weigh it out with all of those criterions instead of simply being induced by social peer pressure, by advertising, and feeling that you're going to be left out if you don't have these things. I find that amazing. So common sense has a much greater self-preservation instinct. Common sense has a much greater instinct about the health and the longevity of their children and their grandchildren and the future generations. So we have to take a little, we have to empty out the structure of tyranny and control and replace it with common sense, self-reliance, appropriate use of technology, self-sufficient and self-reliant technology, and the love of, of the earth that gives us life. Now, that should be so simple that I'm, I find it remarkable that anyone would even ask me questions about that. But I understand um, people have been induced in every possible way to live very differently than that. But this is what we have to turn around. I assure you it's going to be turned around whether you like it or not because nature is in obvious rebellion to a lot of this direction. I think common sense should be able to see that. Everyone I know with a deep intimate relationship with the earth can see this. So if we don't change it voluntarily, it's going to be changed anyway. So I think it's much better to do things out of choice than to be forced out of necessity and desperation and um, all these kinds of things. And uh, I would like to encourage everyone to do that. Now, along with that is the self-responsibility issue. We can't expect someone else to do it. We can't expect everyone else to do it but us not. We can't expect the government to take care of us. I want to ask you a sincere question, everyone who's listening. When has the government ever told